Dear baby Jesus, please let this video have sound and let us be live and let us not fuck up because today is Monday and there's a lot to discuss, ladies and gentlemen. Number one, I'm sorry if my energy doesn't seem quite high. No, I'm not hungover. I didn't drink anything last night. I just think I destroyed my abs and I ripped again my hernia. So that could be a thing. So I'm just going to take it easy right now. But today I want to talk to you guys about the news that is rocking the entire world right now and that is Credit Suisse going bust. And a lot of people are asking what the fuck is Credit Suisse? That, that's a great start, and that's a bank in Switzerland if you want to just simplify things. And it's one of the most major investment banks out there in the world. Like, So what's the big deal with this? What's going on? So number one, the stock price for Credit Suisse has been going and plummeting down to the toilet faster than a Tesla goes from zero to 60. Like it's been going down hard. We are at an all-time low for their price, uh, for their uh, share prices right now. And at the same time, their paper is actually in the most danger it's ever been. It's got a 20% probability of collapse according to what the market's pricing in. Now, people are gonna say, how is this a problem that we're gonna face? Like, dude, this is a bank in Switzerland. Why does it matter? Now, what matters about here and what everybody's trying to make the narrative is, is this another Lehman Brothers? And I don't know if you guys remember Lehman Brothers 2008, they went belly up, $600 billion worth of assets were wiped out of the market instantly. And that started the domino effect or was one of the catalysts of the domino effect that took us to 2008, or at least that's what people consider the case. And now in here, we're looking at some kind of a scenario that's kind of like the same. The thing in what's scaring everyone is simple. It's the amount of money. The amount of money in 2008, we're talking about $600 million. Literally, Jeff Bezos could just buy a beautiful yacht. $600 billion? How much are yachts? Are they $500 million? Yeah. No, they're billions. I think you can buy a yacht for that amount of money in today's world. Like Jeff Be Oh, no, 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 no. Billion. Never mind. I'm being a fucking idiot. That would be double the amount of money that uh, Elon Musk has. But I want you guys to think about that. Literally would be if Elon Musk went broke twice... That's what uh, Lehman Brothers was, right? Like if all of his money just disappeared twice or Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk, that's basically what Lehman Brothers was. Right now, what everyone's making a headline out of is how much money is in Credit Suisse. And they're saying that their liquidity, at least all of their assets, they're posting them at $4.6 trillion, right? Which roughly sounds like uh, 10 times or eight times more than they did in Lehman Brothers. Now, this is panicking the fuck out of everyone, right? Like everybody, Farham, what's up, my brother? Everybody's panicking right now because, man, Lehman Brothers doing this right now is going to take us to hell because, man, it's so much more money than, than, than Lehman Brothers. I'm sorry, Credit Suisse. And the, the reality is I don't think so. I think this will be one of the consequences of what we're seeing. I've, I've been one of the first people that came out and said, this is a liquidity crisis. The Fed is doing exactly what we did in, like what they did in China to destroy their market. We're doing exactly the same thing. It's just people are in denial about it. The Fed's job is we need to take all liquidity back and restructure markets because growth is impossible to achieve, to be achieved in the current situation. And that's where we're, we're standing right now. I said, that we're going to see major, major companies that we probably thought were impossible to go down will go down in these dates and around these, I'm not saying around these dates, but in this crisis and in, in the following years. And the reason why is simple. 
There's just no more growth. The margins that we were dealing with were so thin and whatnot. But just to finish on the Credit Suisse story, just to put an end to this and to say what's going to happen and what are the risks from it, it's just systematic risks. And the question is, my wife was asking me this morning, why are they going bankrupt? Like, how can they not have enough money? They're a bank. And I think this is the main problem that we all have. No one understands how money works and where money comes from. And that's something that I told her. I was like, the problem in our, in our society is we all want to learn more about the way we eat. We all want to learn more about the way we shit. We all want to learn more about like how to take care of our fucking faces. We all want to learn more about like nature and all of that stuff and how we can take care of global warming. We all want to learn more about everything, but the base to all of your life, and please correct me if anyone disagrees here. Do we not all need money just to survive and be fine and be okay? Do we all not need it? And yet, how many people can raise their hand in here and say, I know how money works. I know how money is created and I know where it comes from and I know how it's backed and I know where it makes it to the rounds of the banks and all that stuff. How many people know that? And I think that's the problem. We all live in a house and it's all the citizens in the world that's ran by a parent, which is the central banks of all the world, that doesn't know how to operate. They're just spending more and more and more and more and more money keeping asking for more and more loans like think about it like this think about you are in your house and your daddy's the guy who runs the house and your dad makes all of the financial decisions just like in any family and your dad goes and fucking burns through all of his money all of it and then he goes hey to his uh father-in-law hey uh father-in-law can you loan me a million dollars i i just ran throughout like all my money but with a million dollars i'll make it back then he gets the million dollars boom blows it up then he goes to the mom-in-law. Hey, mother-in-law, can you loan me a million dollars? I just ran through all this money and the million, but with this, I'll make it through. And then he runs through that money too, and it, it's done. Then he goes to your uncle and he goes, hey, uncle, can I get a million dollars? Just had a little problem. And this keeps going on and on and on and on and on and on and on. And the amount of money your dad keeps making is less every year, but the amount of debt that he keeps asking all of your fucking family for keeps increasing. This, ladies and gentlemen, is the basic problem of the entire world. None of the people in charge are taking accounts and balances. No one is keeping track of how much money has been spent, how much money should we spend, should we recollect some money from taxes or not. No one. No one. We have to understand that. And that is a major problem in the cycle that we're facing right now. Because we're, we're, we're getting to the problems. Remember how I used to say, uh, uh, maybe not in here, but I used to say what we did with money printing in 2008 was literally we're going down the road and we find a can on the road. And instead of picking it up, we kick it, pam, all the way down the road. And then we saw it again. We got to the can again. We kept walking and we saw the can again in 2018. And when Jay Powell said from QT to QE, he kicked that can. In 2020, two years later, we saw again that can and we're like, fuck, man, kick it down the road. And we kicked it down the road one more time, except two years later, here's the fucking can yet again staring at us. And here we are. And guess what? We're in, 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 in Germany, in UK. Guess what? They're already kicking the can down the road. But as you can tell, we're finding that road to be shorter and shorter. And the amount of time that we spend between us finding out uh, seeing the can yet again to kick it is getting shorter. 
you understand what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't take a genius to understand what, what's going on. We're getting to that wall. We finally got to the end of the road, and at the end of the road, there's a massive wall, and we're going to face the consequences of the cannon being able to be kicked down the road anymore. It's there, and it's going to bounce back to us every single time we kick it. So now the question is, what's going to happen? And what's going to happen is there needs to be, and I've said it a million times, they're pulling liquidity out of the markets. They're officially and effectively destroying as many companies as they can, as many businesses as they can, as much value as they can off the market so that they can give us another fresh start based on the new system and the way that they're going to structure it. The problem with this is, Nothing has been restructured. The only thing that they seem to be restructuring right now for the change is going to be you're going to get digital money that we're going to reward you with whenever there's any problems. And we're going to tell you what you can spend that digital money on. And we're going to give you incentives to spend the money rather than keeping it in your wallet. And everything will be a micropayment type of thing. So we're in the future. Like, that's it. This is the restructure of society. And the restructure of society is not doomsday or anything like that. It's just simply less money, less control over your own money, which is what they're doing. And that's that. Do you think that Bitcoin is on a path to become the world's preferred store of value asset? Man, huddle to the goat. I, I hope it does. I don't understand why we can't, can't understand the simple reality that the financial system as is, is wrong. And it's just like, if your dad kept going and borrowing money over and over and over again, wouldn't someone go like, dude, I'm not going to loan you any more money. You're making less money than before now. Why would I keep loaning you money? At some point, that's going to come and bite us in the ass. And a lot of people think, no, dude, because we owe that money to ourselves. And the thing is, we're so stupid that we created a system that we make it work like that, but also qualifies itself based on what we're doing. So I don't know if you remember, but in 2009, 2010, 2011, the credit, uh, the credit system in the United States got downgraded across the globe, and that created a fuck ton of problems. And it's the same thing here. Like, we built a system that seems to be right because it uh, judges itself from other parts, but those other parts judging the system are only there to fuck up the system. They're not there really to be like, hey, you can't do that. They're there to be like, nope, it's about to collapse. So we're going to, we're now going to officially put the stamp on the collapse, which means downgrading your credit and bam. So it's all like really fucking weird. Uh, I don't have any thoughts on XRP Ripple. Ripple is just a, um, literally Ripple is the result of, I'm sorry for the product placement. <sighs> Alkaline water from water people. <laughs> this is my water company, by the way. That's why if you guys are wondering what the fuck, that's why. Mm. But that's why uh, XRP is just an in and out ramp, on and off ramp for banks, regular banking uh, uh, institutions to access the crypto world in and out. So I don't have any love for XRP whatsoever because it goes against everything that crypto should be. Uh, we do need on and off ramps, but if you're married to all of the financial institutions to be that that guy, then you, you, you're, mm -mm, no, I, I, it's just a personal preference to each their own. I hope you guys do really well. I hope your bag gets fucking pumped and I hope you fucking kill it. That's what I'm hoping. Now, 
The big problem in here that we're facing forward is, are they gonna fix these things or are they not? And the reality is they're not gonna fix anything. What we're doing, and, and I feel like people are almost starting to understand somehow, because the markets right now are erratic, right? They're going up, makes no sense. We're seeing all of, the, all of the bad news and he's like, this is good news, this is good news, and it's terrible news. But the reality is, they're taking liquidity off the markets, just think about it. We printed officially too much money way too much money what would be the simplest solution for that get it all back no if you drop water on a counter and you're like man the problem is that the water is on the counter you're going to clean it all up so there's no problem and it's the same thing that's going to happen right now it's just the fed can come out and say hey guys by the way we're going to take all of your money back you know that money that we gave you yeah we kind of fucked up so we need it back you know that value that just kind of fucking got recycled and created inflation we're, we're taking that back that is the easiest way of putting it for everyone that is getting into like the markets and is really intimidated by all of the financial terms which by the way financial terms uh in the way that they work in the way that they talk to you guys about it. it's just to confuse you when I started working in movies when I got really good at uh, at everything was once I started really getting into financing because people that I was meeting I was meeting like all of these studio heads and they talked about financing and getting a note and then collateralizing that note and getting a loan against it through tax incentive and they would tell me all these tax schemes that they were doing and, and all these different um, value schemes that they were doing to create value in their movie and at some point I went into a meeting because I was like, dude, I'm not understanding anything. So I learned, 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 learned. And I knew I learned when I got to a meeting with a big studio head and the guy was giving me his plan, like what he was doing. And I go, dude, that's simply illegal. You cannot get a loan. You cannot post collateral in a country, get that asset and then take that asset to another country post collateral. Like you can't do that. That's literally illegal. And the guy goes, it's illegal only if they catch you. I was like, well, this is absolutely legal, sir. You one day will go to jail. And my guy, he went to jail. So that, that was Hollywood. This is why the financial system is really hard to understand. How are they printing money? Where do you create debt? What are bonds? Like, it's really simple. It's just, I'm going to print a million dollars. So I need to create something that is like giving me that million dollars as a loan rather than just like cash. So that loan for that million dollars becomes the bonds. It's the promise that you'll pay back that million dollars. It's really simple. But people get uh, uh, um, really worried about that. So that's that. That's exactly what's going on. Now, on a separate note, for everyone, and if you, you guys have any questions, please hit me up with them. But before that, I want to tell you, I'm doing an experiment right now. You guys know I have a, um, uh, a club that I do with uh, uh, through NFTs and all that stuff. What I want to try right now is I'm going to do in my club a little different type of system. So we have reward system where if you hold uh, one of these things, we pay you on our token, right? So think about like Bitcoin. I just called it Bitcoin. So what I want to try is all of the financial system in the world works. Dude, the more you spend, the more you benefit. So that creates a big divergence in the amount of people that have something and the amount of people that don't have anything. And I also think that fucks up all of the value creation right from the bottom up. So what I'm doing is I'm actually going to flip that on its legs. See what happens, right? Like if you can't try these things with something with no risk, then how the fucking central banks are going to try this? So what I want to do is I want to reward the most the, the, the stuff that is the most common. Like I want to reward more the people all the way at the bottom and all the way to the top. I want to reward you less. 
as far as financial incentives come. But for the other stuff, like if there's going to be something cool, like a great event, whatever, obviously you spent more money, you're going to get certain things. I want to see what that does to people's mentality. And I want to see what that does to value. Because I feel like in a way we can find a nice balance across the board in how to create value for our society. Because we keep just giving more and more to one group of people. And I'm not saying this is not socialism or anything. I'm just trying a new fucking way of spreading the love, if you know what I mean. And see where that goes. I feel like that's going to be a very interesting experiment because it's just we look at things in the way that they are all the time without questioning. And I think it's wrong. I think if you give more to the base, and I'm not saying for free, if you give more to the base of value rather to the top of value and just keep stacking the top of value more, but you keep stacking the base of value, you're not doing this. You're effectively doing this. And I want to see how that works. And how am I going to do that? So right now what we have is uh, we're going to launch in the next couple of hours like a raffle site. And the raffles, you can buy a raffle ticket for, like for free with these things. So the people that have less are going to be able to buy more to win more. So that's interesting. I, I want to see how that goes. Obviously, that's going to go into market and blah, 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 blah. But I want to see how that goes. I want to experiment with all these things because now that we have the capability of simulating economies and start with a small economy, let's see where that takes us. And I feel like not enough people get to play. And that's something that life really misses. That's all I want to see. That's all I want to say. Are there any questions, my friends? Anything you guys want to ask? What's going on? It's insane. The situation around the world is insane. John Diaz, I appreciate you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. No need for that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, what a crazy, crazy world we live in. You know what? Let me look at TradingView because I was looking this morning. And you guys saw all of the news this morning. They were all negative. But yet the markets, the S&P 500 is 2% up. The Nasdaq is almost 2% up. Uh, the Dow Jones is 2.3% up. Bitcoin's 2% up. Apple. But at the same time, oil is going up. Like it's only 5% up. But also they're announcing they're going to produce less oil. Like all of the financial conditions are wrong for what we're seeing. Everything should be just going down. But I feel that we also fucked up people's minds to the point where there's not coming back. And these people that are looking at the markets are legitimately thinking the worse it gets, the more money I should put in. And this is how effectively they're going to dry you out of money. Effectively, this is legitimately what they're looking for, for you guys to keep thinking because you're making their jobs easier, right? So that's why I have a friend of mine that's calling me and he goes, dude, there's this crypto thing. It's going to make so much money. And I know the fundamentals of that one investment are insane. And people are going to say, just tell me about it. Fuck that. I'm going to keep this for myself because I want to make a lot of money. Um, it's, an, it's a personal analysis, by the way. It's not like... Um, but what I'm saying is, my friend is like, dude, let's go in. Let's go in. Let's put some money in. Let's put some money into this. And I'm like, I know. I know that there's a value. I see it. I get it. And I know how cheap it is. I get it. And I know that there's no ins. And I get it. And I know that from here on out, they're going to deliver all these things. And I get it. But the market is bound to go to fucking hell more. That is my bet, by the way. I can be wrong. All of my experience from looking at all these disasters can be wrong. And by the way, I could be absolutely wrong, but not wrong, if the Fed changes monetary policy. If the Fed central banks across the globe go, we're going to print again. 
I'm putting all my money in the market that second. It doesn't matter what the prices are, all of it. And then I would pull out at a certain risk rate and be like, all right, I'm done. But then we would have a global collapse the size of which we've never seen before. Never, ne at least not in the modern times ever, not even the 80s would compare to this because the fall would be so much greater because we build a building that's so tall with this debt that when it collapses, it's not just going to be like a house falling. It's going to be a fucking mess. So watch the fuck out. Watch the fuck out for that moment. If there's a pivot of some sort in that monetary policy. And remember, remember, this is a mistake that we're making right now in Europe. And this is a mistake we're making right now in the United Kingdom. People think that because they're printing money for electricity, that's going to pump the markets. Remember, no, 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 no. The market pump already happened. They gave you directly the money and they gave your employee direct, uh, directly the money. They literally gave us money. That's gone. They're not going to give you money. All they're going to do is they're going to benefit certain areas like they're doing with electricity right now, with energy. Energy companies right now have a gun and they're saying, give me all of your money. And what we're effectively doing with our money printers is giving them all of our money, but we're not helping anyone or the person that they're holding at gunpoint. They're all going to fucking die. They're just extending the day that it's going to die. But we're all going to fucking die. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like money printing does not mean that they're helping you with your electricity bill. No. With your rent. No. Although it does. In, in, inadvertently, it, it does work in a simple way. If you're not spending on something, you will spend on something else. Therefore, your money that you don't have is being spent. But that's not the case. They're, they're not doing that right now. What they're effectively doing only is just extending the period of when you're going to get fucked. That's it. Even in the UK, like they went back into, and by the way, look at the signals. Look at, look at everything. This lady came in and said like, I am not here for the rich people. I'm here for you guys. We're going to print money. There's not going to be austerity. I'm going to help you with your electric bills. And we're going to tax the fuck out of the wealthy. Guess which policy is the only one that she went back on already? Five days into it. Five days. Taxing the rich. Taxing the fucking rich. We don't understand and we don't fucking learn a thing. That lady is a fucking piece of shit that just wanted everybody's vote. Got it. And now she's back on team rich people. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> no? Like you can't write these things anymore. It's like, come on. At least pretend for a month. At least try to push it and be like, no, I'm going to get you guys. Even though they know you're not going to get them. Just at least try it. Like Biden pretends really well that he's against the oil machine and all of those guys. Like he pretends. Like he's still saying like, you know, I'm and then also saying things bad about those guys. <laughs> but that's just, it's just at a point where this is just the biggest comedy show we've ever seen and been a part of. And by the way, the funnier it gets, the worse it gets. I hope you guys know that. A great indicator of a crisis is the, how funny things get. I've always said that. So keep that in mind. This is all I want to say. And uh, what is the best thing to do with money in these times? Honestly, buying hard assets is the best thing you can do at all times. But the problem is, you got to have the cash to cover all of your expenses and all of those things. Like if you're going into it like, I'm going to invest in, in a house, I'm going to put money and then I'm going to see what it does. No. If you have excess cash, dump it in real estate. And dump it in real estate, but residential. Right now, 
And this is what I was telling my wife. Right now, when the market changes, uh, when we get X, Y, and Z, we're going to dump all of our money, all of the excess cash, we're going to dump in properties, in residential properties. Because, and I know it sounds fucked up, the system is designed to make you all renters. That's the trend. And rents won't come down. The trend is to squeeze the fuck out of the people based on that. So put yourself in the squeezer shoes, right? Like that's what I need to do. How can I squeeze people? What's the crisis? A housing crisis. And not a housing crisis in the sense like, oh, no one's buying houses. No, no one can afford houses anymore. What do you think? The US government's gonna change their policy and be like, you know what, guys, we fucked up. We realized this. We realized that the, the delta between <laughs> salaries and inflation of the assets is really big. So we wanna make sure you all have some money. No, 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 no. The funds are getting ready to buy those houses, take them away from you so they can also charge you for living. That's what I'm doing. Uh, this is not financial advice. I'm just telling you what the fuck I'm doing when I have excess cash. And people will say at what time? To me, it doesn't matter what time. If I have excess, excess cash, like I, I, I'm getting a check for $2 million, whatever. Here it is. I'm going to dump it into a property. No debt. None of that shit right now. Simple. Just keep that until everything the macro stabilizes and gives me like a trend of where it's going. I'm not touching that shit. That's just money that instead of being money is on an asset that will always generate me money. And again, people think real estate is going to collapse and it's going to be 2008 all over again. It's different this time around because in 2008, there was generation of value. This time around, mm -mm, there's none of that shit. This time around, the whole point is so you guys stay paying rent for the rest of your fucking miserable life. And only very few people, specifically BlackRock and all of the other funds, benefit tremendously. So keep an eye out for all of these things. Let's see where the market goes. Tesla down 7.3% because I guess getting into a completely new industry, robotics and all of that stuff doesn't count. And the average consumer is pricing it lower. They're pricing a company that's about to literally double, triple their market like sales volume in the next 10 years, like with a brand new thing that no one knew even existed that they were pricing up before, they're, they're, they're pricing it under. That's the market for you guys. That's the fucking market for you guys. <laughs> Either way, I hope you're having a wonderful morning. Love you motherfuckers. I love our chats and I'll see you tomorrow. Oh, I'll, I'll actually see you later. There's a lot of sports to talk about. So if you guys like sports and you're going to say, wait, 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 we're now listening to you talk about, I've been doing sports for a long time. I do a Formula One commentary and IndyCar commentary live. So don't ever doubt me because I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. And you should too. Love you fuckers.